behind this like monolith of Oniswai is just 10 like 20 year olds who are just trying to figure shit out too. Hi, I'm Andrew Rickett. In this first episode of Onicast, I speak to some previous Oni editors about what they expected coming into the paper, what they learnt, and what they'd like to tell the new editors whose first paper is out this week. I'm Naaman So. Um, I'm studying arts law. I'm going into my fifth year. And I edited Oni in 2016, so with the scoop for Oni ticket. The ticket was formed in the Bull Magazine O-Week stall uh, at the beginning of 2015, and it was founded by Sam Langford and Mary Ward. I was put on about fifth, I think. So, I yeah, probably around, like, week five of semester one. Yeah. So I wasn't a founding member or anything. I was a re- I'd been a reporter... Um, for a full year, and I was entering to my second year as a reporter. And, well, the reason that I was put on the ticket is essentially because when we formed, all we did was we just read the paper every week and took notes of, like, who was in there and how often they were in there. My name is Victoria Zerbst. Uh, I was on uh, Scoop for Oni. That was 2016 editorial team. At the end of 2015, I had three plans. I was either going to try edit Oni, uh, run for union board, or be the president of Suds. And um, I had a meeting with Sam Langford, who I knew from doing some comedy before, but not even that well. And I had a copy with him. I'm like, hey, like, what's going on with Oni? Like, are you on a ticket? Like, what's, you know, I wanted to find out. And she was the only person I wanted to talk to because I wasn't like that keen. I thought maybe the year after I'd do Oni. The last day of Arts Review, I get a call from Sam and she literally just said, you're in. Can you come to one of the classrooms in 20 minutes? And I was like, I'm at home, but I, I, I can actually. So I just went to this room and I only knew one or two people on the ticket. And it was the first time I'd met anyone, um, like properly. And luckily it worked really well. My name's Tom Joyner. Um, I was on the uh, Scoop team in 2016. So our tenure finished in December last year. I came into the ticket quite late. I was probably in the last, maybe in the last three people to join. Um, but I was approached by um, some of my friends with whom I edited Bull Magazine, the ill-fated USU publication, the the year before, so 2015. The Bull Magazine was produced by the University of Sydney Union. The union's current president, Michael Reese, was also an Oni editor. I edited in 2012. 13? 13? 14? Soon as 14. Yeah. Well played. Research. Um, and my ticket was called Sex Funny. So Felix, who was one of the instigators of the ticket, was a friend of mine who I debated with a lot, and uh, he seemed to want to work with me. So we worked together on a few pieces uh, at Optimum Political Timing prior to the campaign. Um, we worked on a feature together about uh, gated communities. I wrote an article about McFlurries in Bull. Uh, and then I think I was, yeah, ready to go. I expected it to be pretty intense. Like, I'd already prepared. I was taking two subjects instead of four right from the start. Um, but I wasn't really prepared maybe for kind of the emotional intensity of Oni. We had two four-hour meetings each week. Uh, and then we would do shifts on the weekend where we would do... Uh, on both Saturday and Sunday, you had to do one shift. And the shift had to be about five hours long. Underestimating the emotional intensity of the job was something common among the editors I spoke to. Another thing I guess I'd say is I ended up having to 
get some therapy because I was like literally had an addiction to Oni. Like I'd stay in the office for like five, six hours a day nonstop. Sometimes I'd stay in there by myself to like one or two in the morning, just being there, planning, writing, communicating. And that's like super unhealthy. Uh, it's also like not very efficient. Like other people were a lot, um, better regimented in how they dealt with their Oni workload. I indulged. So don't indulge, but at the same time, free yourself up so Oni can be your main creative outlet because it's exhausting. Um, but it is, it's very rewarding in the end. Other teams found different ways to alleviate the emotional stress. Throughout the year, there were some interesting dynamics. Um, I think I might just let history be the, the judge of how they worked out. Um, but I had a great time and yeah, got to know people really well. We had, I think the running total is 70% of our the fuck out. team has in some way been like romantically involved with other members of the team. You like, fucking incest on his To varying degrees. Um, we, had one, we had one couple who formed and then broke up and that was really bad. So I can attest a little bit to that. I'm Lane Sainty. I edited in 2014 and I was on the ticket called Sex. Um, and I'm Mark Stefano. Ours was called Vox and we were um, – I, I edited in 2009 and um, our logo was round like, – it looked like a, like a clothing tag, like a round clothing tag. And we came up with the tagline – where and this is so bad, we're professionalent or something like that, which is like we're fresh, professional and relevant. That is terrible. <laughs> I know. It's <laughs> fucking bad. I think that like probably the most important thing that I did to get my foot in the door of journalism though. This was not uncommon given that everyone I spoke to now works for a major media organization in some way, except for Michael, who went on to preside over a $22 million student organization. Do you think that you would be there without having been in Oni? Like, do you think that you would have have come into the being a board director and being president without... Honestly, probably not. Um, I, you know, just for, like, some obvious reasons, like, all the people that I worked with, a lot of them ended up campaigning for me and helping me out. Um, That was a really big assistance, and it meant that I had knowledge of and access to campus communities, um, as well as issues that were on campus that people thought were relevant for a board campaign. Um, I kind of almost felt like after I'd edited Oni that, given that our paper had made some criticism to the university and of student organisations, that there was like almost an obligation on us to continue being involved. So yeah, I probably wouldn't have been elected, no, if it had not been for those people. And I'm very grateful to them. I've never been a good student. Like, I've always been um, just scraping by, like, really, you know, really doing very well on assignments and always doing them last minute because I've just, I've never, I guess I've never truly enjoyed my degree, but I think I really found... Um, my place at university when I like started doing stuff with Oni like that was really when I first started writing and then when I became an editor that's when I really thought this is why I've this is how I remember uni like I will never remember anything I learned um, or any of the classes I went to or any of my professors the University of Sydney's media and communication degree in 2009 and obviously I hope this isn't heard by my former lecturers and tutors was a bit bullshit like it is overly um, – the problem with the degree is that it's overly theoretical and overly academic. 
the interesting thing is the more you the more you do something um, even if, even when you love it it does become a bit of an occupation so that's the other thing with Oni is when you do it week in week out maybe the surprising thing is that you sort of you have to get used to the fact that it is a weekly job and sometimes things will be subpar but that's you know part like part of doing something very frequently that you otherwise that you enjoy is that sometimes you'll be better and sometimes you'll be worse you just have to put your head down and 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 make content like I almost feel like I'm in a different world when I'm just sitting down like thrashing something out especially if it's a news article or a review you have to get out in two hours like you just go into this cone of concentration and you like charge something out so I, at the moment I've been working for the chaser and I have to write an article a day and it doesn't matter like you can't just rely on moments of inspiration you actually have to work and you actually have to train yourself to like come up with ideas find spins and be creative like basically at the tip of a hat I asked for one last piece of advice that those I spoke to would give to the new editors. I mean, the first thing is wish them luck. Like, it's a pretty big project to embark on, and I think I'm sure they've realised that by now, but um, it kind of seems to dawn on you endlessly until about November the 30th um, how big a project it is and how big a responsibility it is. Yeah, that's... that's And, and yeah, and do, do try to reach out to some of those communities that uh, Oni's not heard from before. It's really, it's a really, really big thing for Oni tickets to um, to take, <laughs> to not take themselves too seriously, and that mm. doesn't mean to do sloppy work or to you know print things that that are untrue, but just to realise that you're editing a uni paper and you know you're there to put together this funny undergraduate kind of record of the year at Sydney University. And that to do that in, involves being funny and it involves, you know, sometimes doing ridiculous stories and, you know, look out for small campus stories when, when you know, there's something happening with a building or something gets moved around or the plants on Eastern Avenue mm. and get an update. Like people love that shit. They yeah. love to kind of see, oh, yeah, I walked past that the other day. And so do look out for that stuff as well as looking out for the stuff that Oni has really historically done great reporting on. Um, which I would say, you know, first and foremost is definitely sexual assault and, and sexual harassment on campus. And that's the kind of stuff where you can make a really big impact. And there are people on campus who really want to read that stuff and really want to see change in that areas. And there are other people on campus who just kind of want to pick up a paper that has some really great comedy articles in, in the back couple pages. And, and Oni is there to cater for, for both of those readers. Don't take yourself too seriously. Um always have the aim of putting out a really good and, and really entertaining paper but if you're sitting there trying to put out kind of po-faced content every week um that is not what students want to read they, they want to read some of that stuff but make sure you keep a balance don't take yourself too seriously and don't get too stressed out by the kind of nitty-gritty of campus politics it feels like the biggest deal in the world at the time um and then you know a couple of weeks later you see the perspective and you're laughing about it if I, was, if I guess if I was to do, if I was to say one thing, it's that aggression and showing up to things uh, is going to win you the day and 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 makes you want to be read uh, like people want to read it. So going to meetings, going to society nights, going to those sort of places where people make fools of themselves, and also like yeah, I mean it's it's just being the type of reporter who doesn't take no for an answer after you've had four people hang up a hub hang up on you. You know that the fifth one or the sixth one will be the one that answers your phone call. So um make phone calls and get in touch with people. Don't rewrite stuff. It's my my, my biggest I, I hate, I fucking hate people who don't talk to people for stories. So talk to people for stories and, and that's what the aggression sort of is is manifest in.
I'd just say expect criticism, expect um, personal attacks, um, expect um, the, the absolute worst in people uh, in response to what you publish. But I think you've got to just stick by it and when, you, when you've done something wrong, concede. But um, criticism and dealing with criticism on a personal level and as a team is one of the biggest lessons I had last year. And just be able to back yourself and know when you've done the right thing to stick by it, but also have some humility when you haven't. And I guess as well, I'd say to them, like, don't feel like you have... I, when I was going into Oni, I always thought, like, we have a legacy to uphold. We have certain responsibilities. We can't change this about the paper. We have to be a certain way. But throughout the year, I realized, like, be bold and, like, try new things and try and engage new people and new audiences. Don't don't feel like you're in a sort of this creative straitjacket because Onisoi has been around since 1929. Like, ultimately, um, if you want to move Onisoi in a particular direction, you should because um, don't listen to, like, uh, you know, um, what previous editors say. And I think any previous editor who has any sort of respect or is worth their salt will understand and respect anything you decide to do with it because it, the paper belongs to no individual or no team. It's, uh, it, you know, it belongs to students at Sydney University. So I think, um, uh, yeah, it, don't be afraid to try new things and break away from tradition because that's where we had some of our biggest successes last year. I guess the one thing I would say is, is yeah, it, we're incredibly lucky to have Oni. And it is a sort of strange and infinite project because there the, the really are no um, limits on what you can do other than your own time and your own sort of, like, well-being. So just keep in, keep in mind that you can basically do anything with it, and that's why it's great. But also, you will inevitably leave having not done everything you wanted to, and that's not an issue. Like, that should not weigh, weigh on you or anything. You have to be ready for the fact that you can't do it all. Yeah. A massive thank you to all the guests on the first Onicast. Aidan Mons is the managing producer. I'm Andrew Rickett. I'm executive producer. And music was by Lee Rosevere. We'll be back next Wednesday with a new story. Thank you.